Welcome to That's a Foul. In today's show, my daughter Maddie and I have a conversation about what it's like to grow up with a parent who coaches or referees and is not home a lot of nights and weekends. She also talks to us about the Enneagram personality test and how it's different from other personality tests. If you're a coach starting a season, there's some information in the show about a way to get your athletes in tune with themselves and others. If you're away from home a lot with refereeing or coaching, you'll hear a kid's perspective on what that's like. Sports are an integral part of my life, specifically officiating. I've met a lot of interesting people on deck and on the sidelines. From referees to evaluators, coaches to administrators, and players to fans, each one has a story to tell, and that's a foul podcast is the place to tell it. Each episode, we'll dive into personal and professional lives to see what they can share to make us all a little better tomorrow. I'm Chad Packer, and this is That's a Foul. Hey, appreciate you jumping back into our podcast this week. I know you're busy and there are a lot of great ones out there, so I do thank you very much for listening. Got my daughter Maddie in the TAF studio today. Little background, I started coaching high school and club water polo a little over 20 years ago, uh, and then I started refereeing after that. Maddie is 18, so she hasn't ever known a year in which dad wasn't coaching most weekends or refereeing. I can't speak for all referees or coaches, but I can tell you this has not been easy for me, and it's a struggle I have uh, as I continue to find the balance between being home and being on the road. Seems like when I'm home, I'm wishing I was on deck, and when I'm on deck, I'm often wishing I was home. Matt's headed off to college next year, so that's going to bring a new variable into the mix, but I thought I'd get her on here and have a little conversation to see if other people are dealing with that and maybe give them some reassurance or at least let them know that they're not alone. Um, Let's go ahead and get to know Matt in the first quarter here. All right, Matt, welcome to the TAF Studios, and you're actually the first guest on here. How are we looking today? Woohoo! Hi! Thanks for having me on. Here's one of the things you know I struggle with, right, as... A dad who's also a referee I struggle with being away from home especially uh, how we're together every other weekend and you know that's been something that has just been hard on me so I wanted to kind of reach out to you and kind of get your thoughts on that so we can share that with other people who might be dealing with that struggle sound like a plan sounds good to me all right hey let's get the, the folks out there a little bit of background on you so you're a senior in high school yes I am what do we got going next year Um, This fall, I will be attending Purdue University. I'm going to be studying pre-pharmacy with hopes to continue on to get my doctorate of pharmacy. Um, I am also going to be a first-year member on the Purdue dance team. I've been a dancer my whole life, so I'm really excited that I get to continue with my career in college. It's going to be awesome. So you're a proud member of the Purdue dance team? I am. Boiler up, baby. What are you looking most forward to about being a part of that team? I am looking forward to making relationships with my teammates. Um, I've met some of the girls through FaceTime and just kind of social media, and they all are fantastic people. The coach is phenomenal. She is so kind. I can definitely tell that this is a really hardworking group. I'm also really excited to be on the sidelines for football and basketball games. Yeah, Purdue's not too far from here. What would you say? It's about three hours? Yeah, three hours, give or take. That is, yeah. So you're going to be living in the dorms? Yes, I'm very excited. And you found your roommate already? Yes, she is fantastic and fabulous. I love her. But you've never had a roommate before in the same room? No, I have not. I've always had my own room. What are you most looking forward to about dorm life? 
just meeting people um, at Purdue. Sometimes the dorms can get a little stuffy, even the ones with ACs. So um, it gets pretty hot in the summers. So people leave their doors open to kind of help air circulate. And I've been told that's how a lot of people meet their friends. People just kind of pop in and introduce themselves. So I'm really looking forward to the dorm life. I think it'll be interesting, but fun. Well, it's good that you get to learn how to live with people, right? It takes all kinds, as I say. Yes. As we get into quarter two, let's talk a little bit about competitive dance and how the judges rate you guys. And then let's also think about what it was like to be on deck with me when I was coaching and now refereeing. So when you go to a dance competition, you're going to see judges where? Where are they located? They are located in the back of the room. And they're located that far away so they can see the big picture of the routine. Some are further away than others. So when we get to a competition, you have to adapt to that right away. Like, okay, I have to be extra with my performance. Um, They're going to, even from far away, they're still going to see every little mistake. A lot of the competitions I go to are two-day competitions. So after the percentage of the scores are usually around 30 and second day is 70%. So after the first day, we'll meet in the mornings and we will get our feedback from the judges. And we have changed an entire section in the routine because a judge has said, this is this is not good. You need to fix it. So we have done that. How many judges are there usually? Usually there's anywhere from seven to ten. Are they looking at is this one looking at just that and this one looking at just that? Or do they all look at the routines holistically? It depends. Sometimes there are judges that solely focus on the execution of the routines and others focus solely on the difficulty. And then other times you'll have different panels of judges for the different styles, such as hip-hop, palm, lyrical, contemporary, and jazz. I like palm the best. It's very clean and precise. So if you were a judge for palm and you were looking at it holistically, what are some things you would focus in on? Definitely the motions, the sharpness. I want to look for the uniformity throughout the routine. I think difficulty is really important, so I would definitely look at that as well. Do you like that the judges can have their own stamp on what they're looking for, or would you rather every judge judge it exactly the same? From a competitor standpoint, I wish it wasn't so subjective sometimes. Well, just because you don't like that one jump doesn't mean that it wasn't as good as this other one, you know, if that makes sense. or Sure. What about from a judge's perspective? Do you want it to be all the same or do you want to have a stamp? I think judges like being able to put their own stamp on it. It gives them a lot more freedom and a lot less restriction compared to other things. Like I said, there are certain things that you have to deduct points for or award points for. But I think it just, dance is such a creative sport, allowing the judges to give their own opinions allows for more creativity. So back in the coaching days, going way, way back here, you used to jump on deck. Yes. And you would have the whistle. Talk a little bit about those leg drills you would do. (laughs) I'm pretty sure those those, uh, high school boys hated me because I always would do, I'd have a field day, one arm up and having them do those drills. Um, but yeah, I just remember, I remember going to those tournaments, um, and playing hacky sack with the boys in between the games and murder. The game was murder. The game was murder. And they were always so nice to me. 
always had kind of fun messing around with me and playing. It, it was a lot of fun being able to be on the deck and watch you, my dad, coach. And I, lo- I love the sport. It is such a fun sport to go to. I I would some I made one of my friends come with me one time and they never heard of it or seen it and then they went and they were all in after they're like this is awesome this is so cool it, it was just always really fun to be on the deck I love the sport but water polo also has such a great culture and environment around it like I feel like for the most part I mean maybe at more intense tournaments it's different but for the most part everybody's very supportive of each other. It's a good environment to be in. It can be really stressful but it's also a lot of fun. Like everybody in there loves water polo and that's what I really like about it. That's what I love going to games and tournaments for. As we get into the third quarter we're going to hear Mad tell us a little bit about the Enneagram test as well as get her reflections on dad being gone sometimes for coaching and refereeing. I know that you are into this Enneagram stuff, right? The other day we were we were talking about it and you said, Dad, you should really take that. Talk a little bit about Enneagram and, and how you use it and how, how folks out there can maybe dive into that to help themselves. Enneagram is a personality test unlike any other personality test because it focuses on your motivations and your fears as a person rather than your actions. One of my coaches kind of introduced it to us on our dance team. Everybody took it and we all know each other's types. And it's there's nine types. I am type three, the achiever, if any of you know about that. Dad, you're a... I'm a nine. The peacemaker, yeah. Um, and it really helped us as a team focus in on our dynamic better. Um, One of my really good friends is um, a type one and I know how she's going to react when she's stressed out or if she's had a bad day. And because I know more about her type, I know why she's feeling that way and I know how I can comfort her. It's definitely helped a lot with leadership. I see myself as more of a leader on my team, so it's helped me kind of uplift everyone as well. It definitely helps with team dynamic and getting to know each other better. So you said there are there are nine types and there's this triangle thing happening in there. What what was that? I remember Yeah. Like I'm a triangulated with a three and a six or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so all the numbers are kind of created. Um they're all connected in some way. So there's two directions that you can go in stress and in growth. So I know that when I'm more stressed, I tend to act like a peacemaker and just say, it's fine, it's fine, everything's fine. Um, Whereas when I'm in growth, I tend to act more as a loyalist or a type six and reach out to people and I'm very encouraging and help others reach their goals. Um, And then type nine is also in the same triangle as a three and a six. So a nine, when they're in growth, they'll be high achieving very list maker, crosser offer, like a three. But when they're in stress, they tend to act more like a loyalist and become very critical and cynical of others. What what, what are the nine? Do you have those? Yeah, I do. I have it memorized. <laughs> so one is the perfectionist. Um, two is the caregiver or the helper. They're very generous. Three is the achiever. Four is the individualist. Five is the investigator. Six is the loyalist. Seven is the enthusiast. They're pretty much the cheerleaders. 
eights are the challengers and nines are the peacemakers. How, how do you know which one you are? I think there's a test that I took or something. Talk a little bit about what the test involves or... There's an official test you can take on the Enneagram Institute. Um, don't take any of the other ones because they're kind of fake. Um, this one can give you a full report if you pay the money or you can just take the free test. Either way, it will give you a diagnostic report and it'll kind of tell you where you go in stress, where you go in growth, which side you lean more into, whether you're healthy, unhealthy, or average, how you can make yourself better. Um, and then you can also read about the other types, which is something I really enjoy doing because I know what all my close friends are. So I enjoy reading about their quirks. And it's not only helped me become a better teammate and a better leader, but it's helped me become a better friend. If you are into blank, the Enneagram test is for you. What is blank? If you are into getting to know your friends better, if you know what the Myers-Briggs test and you're into that, this is very similar. This one focuses more on your motivations rather than your actions. It's also very soul-touching to read. So if you like to get in touch with yourself and kind of fine-tune yourself, I would recommend this for you. It definitely helps you grow as a person. You get to know yourself better and you can really learn from it. So how would that help a water polo referee? You could kind of know how whoever you're sharing the deck with is going to react if a coach starts getting in their face. Let's say a coach starts getting chirpy on the sidelines, right? And they start following the ref up and down the deck. If you know that one of your refs gets really aggressive when they're feeling stressed, then you can prepare yourself for that. And you can also help them out it it would definitely help yourself as well because if the same thing were to happen to you if a coach or a parent started getting chirpy or you just find yourself in a really stressful situation in a game you can already know okay this is my this is my go-to this is kind of how I'm programmed to go how can I adjust that how can I make it better if you understand yourself a little bit better you're going to know how you're going to react and you can maybe even fine-tune your reaction to kind of meet the needs of the situation. Correct. You find yourself doing that, know that you know all this stuff? Yes, I 100% do. It's good stuff. Thanks for sharing that, man. If you are listening and want more information on the Enneagram test, we will have links on our website, tafpodcast.com. One of the things that I struggle with as a dad is, you know, having to choose between opportunities to go ref water polo, make some money for our family, uh, but also challenge myself. Um, so I know you've kind of seen me struggle with that. Talk a little bit about what it's like as a, maybe as a kid of a parent who is a referee. What's that? Is that does that bother you at all, or is that just kind of all in my head? It's definitely all in your head. I have a lot of admiration for water polo. It's been in it's been in a part of my life, uh, my whole life. You know, I've been going to games and tournaments since I before I could walk and talk. You know, some of my favorite memories with water polo are when I got to go to the Junior Olympic qualifiers with you at Indiana University, um, the Packer Classic tournament every year. That's always really fun. Um, and when we went up to Michigan State, I don't even remember what that tournament was, but it was, I just remember having so much fun with you. It's hard sometimes with you gone. You know, I've kind of learned how to keep myself busy, but ultimately 
I know that you're doing what you love and I want you to still be able to do that. And it's, it is a reminder to me for when I'm older that I still need to make time for myself and I need to do things that I love. And it's been really cool to see you kind of climb up the water polo ladder a little bit. So when we were at uh, U, you were working the uh, working the table there, That's right? right. What would you tell people about the key to being a secretary at a water polo game? What's Keep what's your eye on the clock. Keep your <laughs> eye on the clock. It You can fix anything else, but if you do not get that clock, you're kind of screwed. It helps when you have kind of another person. And I found that talking out loud to myself... Three minutes and 23 seconds, dark, exclusion, number 17. Just saying it out loud will get you to kind of remember what you're doing. It also helps, you know, to kind of have somebody there sit with you. I know I had some great parent volunteers that, you know, kind of helped me when I first started, but I was a pro by the end of the weekend. You were, yeah. You were jamming. We we went to Cheddar's across the street there <laughs> Yeah. for, I think, a couple of meals at least, um, talk a little bit about what it's like to hang out with referees off the deck. What do you What do you notice? Or I notice that they're just people like you and I are. Um, it's fun to hear as an outsider, kind of watch you guys banter about different calls, or you know, sometimes say, "Hey, like, why did you call? Why didn't you call that ball under, or whatever? Why did you call that penalty?" Or and then you know, kind of hear other tournament experiences or hey I got called to do this tournament have any of you guys done it before oh yeah I've done it it's great or you know just kind of see you guys make those connections yeah and it's also fun if there's ever a mutual pool deck story so when we went to IU there ended up being a pretty serious storm so pretty we all, serious talk, like, talk what <laughs> more, more than serious i I'm deathly afraid of storms I freak out and of course we're in this big pool you know, indoor pool, and that's the perfect place to be during a tornado, right? (laughs) So I started freaking out, and, you know, we went into the locker rooms and the referee room, but, you know, it's kind of fun that we all kind of shared that common experience making jokes about, making jokes about it, so that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, tornadoes, I think is the word you're searching for there, right? Yeah, it was a, it was a tornado that went right over us. Yeah, tornadoes, plural. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Multiple. That was intense. All right, we're going to try and close every uh, one of these shows that we do with some rapid-fire questions. So uh, looking for quick answers here. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? Yes. Who would play you in a biopic of your life? Millie Bobby Brown. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Yeti or Hydro Flask? Hydro Flask. You have a nickname? Mads. When do you think your hair was at its absolute best? Probably fourth grade. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Where was your favorite birthday party ever? My 14th birthday. Where was that? It was in Disney. For I was at a dance competition. Of course. <laughs> Baseball or football? Mm, Football. Favorite Broadway musical you've ever been to? Wicked. What are your thoughts on breakfast for dinner? I'm for it. Best movie ever made? 
Shawshank Redemption. Three artists on your playlist right now. The Beatles, Khalid, the Baby. Ten seconds. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Of course. If you could have dinner with one person from history, who would you choose? Abraham Lincoln, President Abraham Lincoln. Well, that worked out pretty well. Maddie, I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. I truly appreciate the relationship we've had and the time we've had together. I cannot wait to see what you do in the next chapter in your life. I love you too, Dad. Thanks. There's some powerful stuff in there today. If you are listening in the car or somewhere else, I'm challenging you right now to ring someone up you respect and ask them how you're doing with your life balance. And thanks for dropping in to listen to Maddie and I talk. On our next show, we'll talk with John Reitmeyer. He's one of the zone head referees from the Southwest Zone in USA Water Polo. John has been refereeing for 13 years and is also a practicing attorney. We're going to jump into that a bit and get to know him a little better. We might even talk about our karaoke duet in Colorado Springs. Until next time, be good to the refs. Shout out to our friend and fellow referee Adam Carroll for That's a Foul podcast theme music. If you like what you heard today, tell a friend where to find us and follow us on your podcast service. As always, you can find show notes and other topics covered on today's show on our website, tafpodcast.com.